1: Dave, uh, it's great to be back on the show. I'm getting pretty excited. Uh, this episode, right, man. Or the other episodes, is probably going to be one of our first episodes on Starburns. Nice. Uh, Get
2: pumped up for that. Lewd.
1: Are you pumped up about it, Dave? Yeah,
2: I'm excited. It's big news.
1: Yeah, big Dave, news you sound like you're really slow excited. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, Dave, can you tell people out there where they can find us?
2: You know what, Victor? I don't mind. And hey, people, if you want to find us, check out UnseemlyQuestions.com and 6 Unseemly on all social media. Nah, nah, nah.
1: Great job. Nah, nah, Great nah, job, nah, Dave. Six, thank you. Six, I've been practicing. on all social media. I think we should get started with the show. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Varnado. This is my sidekick, Dave Rosinski. We're going to have a wonderful show. We've got a great contestant on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the uh, stage, Noah Garden Swartz.
2: Hey, what's no. up? What's up,
1: bro? Welcome to the show. Also, we have a wonderful studio audience. We have uh, Pam West and, of course, Tim Dillon. Thank you so much for being our studio audience. So you can just turn your cameras on and pop on in. Thank you so much. Now, Noah, I'm going to tell you how the show works, and we're going to get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I will ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring the bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get, then at the end of the show, I will give you $5 if I decide it's worth Giving you $5 for being on the show. Are you ready, Noah?
3: Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: Okay, time for question number one. How did kids use your name to tease you? Uh,
3: Garden Swartz was very teaseable. I became Garbage Farts.
1: <laughs> Wait, garbage farts?
3: Yeah. That was the word. That was one of the words. That's there. a good name, Garbage Farts. Oh, yeah. I mean, did not it- when you're
1: nine. Oh, but it hurt your feelings when you were nine.
3: Yeah, before before I uh Developed this this steel skin that comedians are supposed to have. Yeah Did you ever actually fart in the garbage? Is that
2: was there any truth to the name or
3: yeah? I mean, I'm an Ashkenazi Jew I'm never not farting but in the garbage No, not particularly in the garbage. No,
1: um, you know what? I'm gonna give you a bell I will give you a bell for that question. I'll tell you why Uh, it's because uh, Garbage farts made me laugh. Uh, So, you know, I'm gonna go with my gut there He just Uh, likes hearing the word
2: farts and then he rings the bell every time, so you you got lucky on that one.
1: Yeah, it's pretty foolproof. Although I don't know enough about stereotypes to know why an Ashkenazi Jew would always be farting. (laughs) Intestinal problems. Oh really? (laughs) That's the thing?
2: Yeah, yeah. My stomach hurts.
3: Like that,
1: right? For Jews in general or Ashkenazi Jews specifically?
3: Uh, the Ashkenazi Jews are the weak link of the of the global Jewish community. We're we're the uh, Eastern Europeans with the uh, Tay Sachs and Crohn's and colitis and all that.
1: All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm I'm happy. I've, I'm I'm going to learn a new stereotype. I'm going to rush out and use it. Okay. Uh, Noah. Uh, now it's time for question number two. But before we get to question number two, can you tell people out there what you do? I'm a stand-up comedian and a writer stand-up comedian and a writer so like the whole package
3: yeah i mean minus acting not a triple threat i don't i don't know if uh, you can tell i'm not exactly dynamic on screen but but yeah comedy and writing i can do what about animation can you do animation i can draw stick figures not too bad
2: all right, submit that to Victor.
1: You wrote for The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is one of my wife's favorite shows. She loves it so much. She tries to make me watch it. <laughs> I get it that a lot. Really- it's usually a compliment of someone else <laughs> likes it. Very rarely do we get the directly I
3: love the show. It's always like my wife, my mother, and my sister, they love it. But well,
1: yeah. you know, I got to be honest. As a black dude, I often get tired of uh, shows set in the past with white people talking crazy. I'm like, I get tired of them really fast. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's nothing... <laughs> Just one of those things. Uh, all right, uh, it's time for question number two. Uh, uh, question number two: As a professional writer uh, with poor comedian friends, what's the worst favor you've been asked? Oh man, uh,
3: the worst favor
1: I've been asked is to
3: get them a job. That that it has poor or rich, it doesn't matter yeah. how much money they have. It's about how much talent they lack, and and they expect me to be able to get them into the writers' room. It's like, do you know what I had to do to get in the writers' room?
1: Have you ever been asked uh, to to for to get someone a job who is a talented writer?
3: Yeah, and that's that's less annoying, but still annoying because it's like, <laughs> why why do I want someone who's talented taking my place? You know.
1: I mean, I feel like yeah. I, I I the reason I ask this question is because it's something that I, that I go through, like because I work a lot and uh, often people have come and ask me favors as well. And so i thought that you being in a similar position where you're like you're working but you're not like the upper echelon of stardom or anything like that you're like a, a working person in yeah in I, entertainment. Mean,
3: like I have a good job but i'm not exactly yeah. calling the shot so it's like I, I can't just call in favors to get people in the room
1: yeah it's just a disconnect i think where people sometimes will be like oh they see you doing one thing and they think oh you got the keys to the city why don't you Yeah, uh, it's
3: it's like how people up do a me. late night set and and people outside of entertainment assume that now they're rich or millionaires or something it's like no i got 1200 bucks before taxes
1: i don't know if i exactly blame people anyway because um because like it really does take like a a bunch of like chutzpah if uh, i can <laughs> borrow <laughs> what horrible pronunciation but <laughs> From the juice yeah well, maybe <laughs> maybe you should pay attention to Oops. make well, <laughs> a little bit closer
3: <laughs> <Hutzpah>.
1: <laughs> what did you say dave how was your
2: i just said it like you and al pacino chutzpah
1: i'm just I, you know i'm just doing my best but it just it does take a lot of guts to just try that like i mean and i i was never that dude when i started out but uh Woo. but you're right it can't be annoying sometimes you know what i'm gonna say uh no bell on that question because you made me feel bad about myself okay uh but, but that doesn't well, make any it, sense well, you know, it's not it actually. It's not about chutzpah. It's about. It's about. I feel bad about myself because when people ask me for favors that I don't know, and then I have to turn them down, it just makes me feel bad. Even though I know it's the right thing to do, I just feel bad. Can you drive me to the mall? I gladly would say no, Dave. So I feel happy saying no to you. That's me. No mall for you, Dave. Uh, it is time for question number three, uh, Noah. Question number three: What's it like having a baby during a pandemic?
3: Actually, it's actually been great. It's uh really, yeah, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> I mean, if, if the world was normal, I don't even know that my kid would know my face right now. I'd be going to work by day and doing shows at night, but instead I've actually gotten to develop a relationship with my son. Uh, so that's been nice. And, uh, it's also been an excuse to not have to do much outside of parenting. So.
1: I think that that actually is one of the best descriptions of uh, kids during the pandemic that I've heard.
3: Yeah, I I think it would be far worse to uh, to have a kid like a young school age child. Like I have a baby, so mm-hmm. you know he's not he's not moving around a lot. I get to watch <laughs> him grow and do all these sweet, fun things. I think like my sister has a seven year old and a nine year old, and I think that would be a f- nightmare, mm-hmm. you know, ha- having. So- like,
2: So, your kid was automatically good at social distancing and washing his hands and wearing masks and stuff?
3: Yeah, that's the thing is, I don't think my kid knows what full faces look like. Like, Pretty much everyone he's ever met outside of me and my wife is either on an iPhone or wearing a mask.
1: Hey, you know, one of the cool things, if like if the pandemic takes a turn and we go to zombie apocalypse from now on, your kid will be one of those kids who has been like, this is the world I grew up in.
2: Yeah, it's totally normal yeah. zombies. Cool, bro. <laughs>
1: He'll be I'm like, sure. you know, super zombie fighting kid. Uh, so uh, good luck with that. Anyway, it was a great answer. I'm going to give you bell on that question. Nice. There you. All right. It is time for question number four. Question number four. Uh, how can I be a better person?
2: So,
3: hmm. This is a tough question. You know, I think people are creatures of habit. I think the work is done. You are who you are. I don't know that you can be a better so person. So true. I just shouldn't try.
2: You're just going to get worse. <laughs>
3: but, well, what I what I can tell you is this. If you're going to be a better person, it's not going to be because of an answer I gave you. That feels like self work that you need to do. Yeah, give us may- give him some good life changing self- advice. Oh, maybe life changing self- advice is stop reaching out to other people asking how you can improve and figure out on your own how you. Bam! Can and drive wow. me to the mall. There you go.
1: See, I I was actually going to come down on you because I was like, actually, you're you're saying that if you think that your advice can't change someone else, maybe you're not giving yourself enough credit. You never know, that you could possibly say something that could change someone else's life. I feel I feel like uh, I feel like. The last part of your answer, though, which is uh, to uh, stop asking outside, and then you threw it back on me, Um, I thought that was a very good answer. Ah, uh, but it makes me combative. so no bell on that question. So basically,
3: basically, I don't get the bell if I make you feel bad about yourself. The, no, that's the not two, always the two, true. Two that I'm not getting the bell for is when I turn it back on you. I think I if def- you trigger
2: uh, some kind of fighting mechanism in his brain, then then the bell doesn't come out, and he's going to talk about bar fights. I have the given the, the bell.
1: I have given the bell to people who have made me feel very, very bad on the show. Okay. they've definitely gotten the bell. Uh, In fact, uh, it is time actually for your very next question. Number five, question number five, Noah, what's the closest you've been to killing someone?
2: Not that the FBI is listening or anything. That's a
1: really interesting question. Um, For me, it would be, uh, it would happen in Los Angeles where I was driving and uh, a homeless guy ran out in front of the road and it was raining at night. And i I almost killed him, <laughs> like
3: okay, okay. so so you're talking about like unintentional, not a temper tantrum where you feel like you could commit murder, but just it like, could be
1: oh either. Man, man. I'm just saying that that was a time where i I will always remember that time because it was so close to killing this guy. and I that because that, that stuck with me. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be an accident. okay, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm gonna just, go
3: the other I'm gonna go the other direction where like you felt like you could have killed someone. that's. Uh, fine. I, I am a very passionate Denver Nuggets fan. And I am also a very superstitious sports fan. And last year during uh, during game seven of the Nuggets first round series, I had this guy who's not even a Nuggets (laughs) fan texting me about how the game was in the bag when there was like three minutes left and I wanted to kill him because I felt like he jinxed it and my team was going to lose because of that.
1: And you and you that that made you angry enough to like want to kill him, kill him
3: in, in, Yo, in the moment. Yeah. I mean, in the moment, if he was like watching the game with me in my home and saying that to my face, I I don't know that I wouldn't have. Attacked. No,
2: I, I'm just hearing this story <laughs> for the first time. And I 100 percent agree. It was that guy's fault. It's number one. And number two, you should have killed him. You should have yeah, killed him. Wow. It, it's right
3: up there. I, I also love to play craps, and it's like uh, if if you're finally at a table, that has got a hot roll going, and then someone random walks up to the table and kills the mojo, or one of your yeah, friends. Put them in the bedroom. Like, oh, you you're making money, and then it's like automatically crap out next roll when someone fucks up the mojo.
1: The funny thing is, like, I... I do not get like that at all. I don't think I get like that about actually anything. Well, and first also, of all, you don't you don't even watch sports. You don't even no, know which you, I know I've never
2: I'm, heard of the Chicago Bulls or the Denver Nuggets or any of them.
1: These are all names I have for you in my head, Dave. These are all things I call you all the time. So uh, but I, I don't know a lot about sports. You're my Denver Nugget. D- Dave, what? please. Just a second. Sorry. <laughs> the, Sounds like you want to kill Dave. <laughs> See? I just. I always want to kill Dave. You want to kill me? Yeah, always. Dave, that's our thing. you want to kill me? Yes. All right. Anyway, I'm just saying that I don't. I don't. I can't. I have brothers who get mad about stuff like that. Like they'll get mad about different things like that. It's just sports. That I just, you I'm mean there.
2: sports? Different things like sports.
1: Yes, different things like sports. <laughs> the, the thing that dudes do to uh, prove Girl. that they're herd animals. Uh, that's fine. Uh, that's totally fine. But I'm gonna say no bell on that. I'll tell you why. Because I'm absolutely uninterested in sports, and so it's hard for me. To have uh, empathy for you.
2: Have you ever heard of the Los Angeles Lakers? Be honest.
1: Yes. Have you you're, ever heard of the Los Angeles Clippers? Fran I have what? What about Fran Leibowitz?
3: Fran Leibowitz completely uninterested in sports. I'm watching her new show on Netflix right now, and last night's episode was all about how she absolutely hates sports. So
1: I also like Fran Leibowitz, and uh, I'm also watching that show. And all right, so give <laughs> me the, the bell. She's good company
2: Give him the bell
1: yeah, but, but that Bro, wasn't the question on. But I mean I'm, I'm Give him the happy. bell for
2: watching the show
1: I, You know what nobody's think, ever, Call an audible Change the rules I don't think yeah. anybody's ever gotten Switch the, it up for once Nobody's ever gotten the bell On my show by begging for it Okay mm. Alright uh, This is time for question number six This is your last question of the show Noah Question number six What's your favorite cartoon? Mm.
3: Uh, Simpsons I mean I, I feel like that's the go-to Like that's my favorite cartoon in terms of enjoyment would be The Simpsons, but uh, The Jetsons growing up was something that that really blew my mind and made me interested in outer space and futuristic ideas. So that was kind of cool too. You, you like, ever you ever want to like shower you could, on a conveyor belt? Yeah, like I feel like The Jetsons might have been responsible for lighting the fire that led to psychedelic use later in life.
1: The That's Jetsons is pretty cool. It actually has one of my favorite songs from a cartoon, which is "Eep Up Ork Ah uh-uh. Ah." Oh, that's. I don't know if song. you're. You're not. It doesn't look like you're as deep into the Jetsons as I am but the look at your face. I know every face. word of that song. You do? No, I just want to Oh, sing it. that'd that's, be amazing. I would have been so that, happy. That's up there like Of course, I know every
3: word to "Eep op uh, or "Ah uh, Ah." Uh. Who doesn't?
1: Uh, sure, if you can give me one line of it other than "Eep op or "Ah uh, Ah," uh, then I will give you the bell.
3: Eep, ah, or ah, ah, ting, tang,
2: wala, wala. Wow, wow, okay, no bell. That song is up there with the uh, Tom and Jerry
1: song, Crambone, when Jerry's uncle
2: comes, the mouse plays the guitar and he keeps pulling the the whiskers.
1: I just want to say you will never, ever on my show get the bell for trying to fake your way through Eep, ah, or ah, I swear.
3: Well, now I don't care about the bell. I just want to know the second line. I uh, want am calling your bluff. I want you
1: you're asking yeah, me. But not you not walla walla bing bang? I'm so sorry bing that dum- you B- asked for this. Eep up orc uh uh that means I love you. I come fly with me, up high with me, I come fly with me. Eep up orc means I love you. All right. Yeah, that's just good. the chorus. I could sing the verses. <laughs> I won't do that to you. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for answering all six of your questions. It's time to decide uh, whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where they can find you?
3: They can find me uh, on Instagram at Noah G Comedy. That's the only social that I'm on.
1: All right. Noah G Comedy on Instagram. Please check it out. Everybody will be tagging you, which is a thing that you know we can do. All right, Uh, so uh, it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. What we usually do is canvas the room. Uh, What do you think Dave should know I get $5?
2: I think he fought valiantly. Um, I know you tried to uh, defy him at every chance you got. So (laughs) just just for his effort, I'm going to say that yes, uh, I think he is, is worthy of the $5 prize that we offer on our show for your ambiguous spells that you give
1: okay great obviously a lot of opinions came out uh pam what do you think should noah get five dollars?
0: well the, the qualification for getting five dollars is if you believe he deserves it correct
2: that
1: like, is so, true um, that's a good I, question pam
0: i don't think you believe he deserves it oh
2: wow so you don't think that
1: i believe he deserves it but you're, you're looking telling victor's me your, mind but you're exactly. not telling me whether or not you think he should get five dollars
0: exactly exactly i'm not giving Brutal you i'm giving you what i think your opinion is based on what i observed in
1: so you're minutes. just not going to participate in my question is this is this, is this like the end of, to no country for old men is that what's going on right now
0: i don't know
2: you've never seen that film i didn't film?
0: think you
1: would i didn't think you would that's fine um, sounds All right, so- like she doesn't want to own up to being
3: unentertained by my answer.
1: Um, Noah's uh, Noah's <laughs> killing him Whoa. His, his little boy inside is just kicking and screaming uh, Well let's uh, ask our producer Rachel What do you think Rachel uh, Should we give Noah
0: $5 um, I'm actually going to say no because <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say no, because uh, you were lying about knowing that Jetson song, and like, oh. I could tell you were lying, and you did not pull that off well, and I cringed.
1: Rachel, you was, were my it
3: people. It was sarcasm not lying, just to be clear. I was never actually trying <laughs> to make anyone believe I you knew You knew most of you it. You know what, I, mean. I
0: feel solidified in my answer. Wow. Okay, I- I was interested about the, those things you were talking about, Ashkenazi Jews, because Rachel and I were just talking previously, like, I need to figure out which tribe I'm from. And now I don't think it's Ashkenazi, because maybe it's because I'm a mixed breed, but like, I don't have gut problems. You don't?
3: No, well, not uh wow. i i can i can say with 95 percent confidence using my eyes that you're ashkenazi i might i might be wrong <laughs> but but you very much read ashkenazi on the screen
2: eastern euros yeah that's what we
3: are
1: mm. all right well uh looks like uh we've determined your dna for you pam right uh, thank you for your qu- for your answer rachel so uh we'll see you later all later, right later rachel We've heard from everybody else. Uh, What do you think, Noah? Should you get $5?
3: No, I don't.
1: Oh, well, you know what? I'm dis- uh, I am dis—I disagree with you. I'm giving you $5. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's how you do it? You trick them. Yeah, you trick them like just up, like that. Yeah. Whatever. You yeah. won. Okay, you win this time. You win. Yeah, trick them just we like just gotta that. We just got to wrap up the show, shall we? Uh, So, Dave, what did you learn from this week's show?
2: Oh, uh, uh, an encyclopedia worth of information, actually. It's so much that I, I need some time to process all this information so I can actually... Oh put it together and regurgitate it as something uh, more special. This has
1: been a great answer. Thanks, Dave. (laughs) All right. uh, I'd just like to remind everybody that uh, you can find us at unseemlyquestions.com and at 6 Unseemly on all social media. And if not, this episode very soon on Starburns Network. Starburns Network. A podcast network.